Just before we start the show, a quick message to say that I need your help. Whether you're a long-term listener or you literally just found us, I would be incredibly grateful if you could go to mattalder.com and fill out a very short survey about this podcast. It won't take longer than two minutes of your time and will be incredibly helpful to me as I develop Recruiting Future into 2023. Just to recap, the website address is mattalder.com and it will take just two minutes of your time to complete the survey. Go on, press pause and do it right now. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi there, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 466 of the Recruiting Future podcast. One of the best things about 2022 is that face-to-face events are back. It's been a pleasure to connect with people in person again for the first time in a long time. And great to see such enthusiasm for face-to-face conferences and events after everything that's been happening in the last few years. Last week, I was at Unleash World in Paris, and as well as hosting some fantastic speakers on the talent and recruiting stage, I did a lot of podcast recording. Thank you to Kate Graham, Mark Coleman and John Kennard at Unleash for organising a dedicated podcasting booth, which Recruiting Future shared with the Chad and Cheese Show and the Tech Talks podcasts. I recorded long-form interviews with three speakers, Lisa Scales from Nestle, Charu Malhotra from PA Consulting, and Samantha Ramsey from Ernst & Young. I'll be publishing these over the next couple of weeks. But in the meantime, I wanted to give you a taste of the event. So here are four short interviews to provide a flavour of the topics that are top of mind in the industry at the moment. First up, you'll hear me sharing my thoughts on the event in a recording made for the Chad and Cheese Show. Next is a conversation with my co-author and collaborator Mervyn Dinnan, followed by fellow podcaster David Savage from Tech Talks. Finally, as a bit of a bonus, I've got a quick-fire discussion with Bas von der Hattred about the recently published 2022 edition of his annual research into the state of corporate career sites. It's a really great event. I mean, there's lots of interesting companies exhibiting. Uh, I was hosting the recruitment stage yesterday. There's some great content. Yes. Tell the listeners what that is. What what kind of content were you uh, overseeing? What were they? Uh... So it was a, a string of very senior uh, TA people talking okay. about their various challenges. We had a great panel on um, first up talking about all the things that are affecting talent acquisition at the moment and how large companies are dealing with them. Uh, we heard from Deloitte, we heard from Deutsche Bahn, um, all kinds of other, um, you know, large, large European or large multinational companies looking at all kinds of different areas. Of so they all didn't say we're in a hiring freeze for the next 12 months? No, not at all. There There's was actually still, activity. Yeah. And there a lot was, of Americans think it's doom and gloom over here in Europe yeah, and not I so mean, much. I mean, it is, but that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't translate. It's that not. Doesn't stop us. You know, we're still it, hiring. It's still, really the sense was that, um, you know, there's lots of economic pressure, recession in quite a few countries, recession coming in the ones that that, that aren't there yet. However, 
still very difficult to attract and retain talent. So, you know, companies may not be hiring in the numbers that they were hiring before, but yep. they've still got all the same problems they had a year ago. And so uh, interesting to see people linking uh, TA also and employer branding with retention. So retaining people, still yeah. a big issue. How do you build upskilling cultures? How do you upskill people? All kind of thrown into the same pot in the same presentation, which... Yeah. We didn't see before. That would be three different presentations like yeah. two or three years ago. Yeah. So that's been, that was really interesting yesterday yeah. to see that. Yeah. Hi, Mervin. How's Unleash been for you? Uh, it's been good. It's been tiring. It's, it's the, the energy uh, expended by people getting together for the first time for three years is, is, is actually quite, quite kind of inspiring. It's, but it's also quite tiring because um, everybody's so happy to be interacting again and seeing each other. So it's been good. Interesting conversations, lots happening, uh, some thought-provoking stuff, which is what you want from a great conference and expo. You have spent most of the time here hosting a couple of the, a couple of the stages. Uh, talk us through, some, have you seen anything, any interesting content that, that really stood out for you? Yeah, I was um, hosting uh, stages, well it was the talent and recruitment stage, um, so it was an interesting mix. There was quite a bit of talent acquisition stuff, uh, how people are using kind of data, how they're using kind of analytics you know to 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 hire to identify to 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 bring people into the business also had quite a few i suppose hr type sessions so we had a panel on remote working there's quite a bit about learning um quite a bit about internal mobility i mean it's kind of it it seems to be over the last couple of years alongside well-being it seems to be the topic that keeps cropping up um and the kind of you and I worked on a research report a couple of years ago about this and it's funny most of our findings are still what people are talking about kind of the barriers and stuff being cultural managers not wanting to let go of their best people um, but the appetite is clearly there uh, if you want to retain people in your business you've got to give them the opportunity to kind of move around um, and when people join, that's what they want to know. What are their opportunities? So I've had a lot of questions about what the market is like in Europe and how it's, is it different to the, to the US. Uh, what, do you, what do you think? What are the similarities? What's different in Europe than, than, than people might be experiencing in North America? So that's an interesting question. I think that uh, if I go back one step, I think the slight difference that I've noticed uh, at, in Europe because uh, I've been to two uh, events in Europe in the last couple of weeks, is that, that there is a feeling permeating through a lot of the conversations around impending problems, cost of living crisis, needing to support people, needing to keep people engaged, needing to... So I suppose there's a bit of that, which being in the US four or five weeks ago, I, I didn't really hear as much of. Um, so I think there is a definite feel uh, if I walk around the expo hall, um, why, you know, experience is obviously a big thing, experience and engagement. There's a lot of experienced players now, whether it's um, during the recruitment process, whether it's employee experience. They seem to be um, the platforms that everybody is talking about. Final question. Tell us about your new podcast. It's called HR Means Business and it will be on the HR Happy Hour Network and I'm going to be talking to HR people. Um, I, I wouldn't be talking to talent people because you, you do that so well. Um, so it's predominantly going to be HR people. And I think most of the topics 
uh, that I'm, I will be covering are around things like well-being, engagement, productivity, the, 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 the stuff that's kind of top of mind at the moment. Um, certainly well-being is everywhere I turn, people are talking about it. Um, so those kind of areas and how we support our people and stuff. So yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm here at Unleash Day 2 and I'm talking to a fellow podcaster who I'm sharing the stand with. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are? Yeah, no, sure. I, I feel like I'm going to be the fraud on your show because I'm not an HR <laughs> specialist. Uh, my name's David Savage. I run Tech Talks, which are a series of interviews with with leaders in, within businesses where tech is an enabler. So it could be anything from uh, an MP who sits on the cross-parliamentary party for science and technology through to an ex-premiership footballer who is using technology to improve the supply chain behind vegan running shoes. So it's fairly broad uh, and that's been going for eight years, um, about 600 episodes. So yeah, that's my, that's my podcast. Ah, fantastic. You, you have more episodes than me. I'm on about 470-something as, <laughs> as, record, as we're recording this. Tell us what you think of the event. What, um, you've been talking to lots of people on, the, on your podcast. Um, I know that you were hosting, uh, was it the Employee Experience stage? Yeah, Total EX, yeah, Employee Experience. Yeah, so uh, tell us, what's your experience been like? Well, it's always interesting because when I come to, to an event like Unleash, I feel like I'm going back to my roots because I was a contract recruiter for eight, nine years. Um, and I come here uh, with kind of my Nash Squared hat on and, and Mel Hayes, who is probably well known to some of your listeners, is our chief people officer. So it's kind of everything is through that lens of being an ex-recruiter. Um, but it has been very much about retention this time as opposed to attraction. The employee experience, recognition, looking at how technology can help organizations make sense of that landscape and, and making sure that, the, that they're not having to spend unnecessary money going out and hiring people. And are there any sort of standout technologies, anything that you've seen you thought, you know what, that really addresses this problem? I, I don't know about standout technologies. I mean, it's always interesting, isn't it? Because you go, you go on one of these stages and you listen to someone talk and they give a lot of partner talks. So, for example, we, we had a talk this afternoon uh, around recognition that was version one, talking and it was a talk in partnership with WorkHuman um, and what they were talking about sounded fantastic. I'm always slightly dubious and this is nothing against any of these companies, especially not WorkHuman who, who do have a fantastic product, that obviously there's, there's an element of they're working together so they're going to give you the bells and whistles and, and, and maybe a small part of you slightly cynical. Um, but I think a lot of the technologies um, are, are really helping enable these organizations. The first talk, Zoom, again, in partnership with, uh, um, with a tool. What's interesting, I think, is how adoption is being managed and evolved. Because a lot of the talks talked about, um, talked about uh, 98, 97, 98% acquisition of these, of these tools within the, within the employee uh, user, user base. But how well are they being adopted? How sticky are they? What kind of long-lasting impacts will they make on those organizations? I look at our own business. We get a tool, we get a piece of technology, we get very excited about it. Some of them, five weeks later, 
they're kind of dust and, and, and being in the corner and, and slightly forgotten about. It's interesting because on the, the stage that I was hosting, the recruitment stage, there was a lot of talk about adoption and how do you get recruiters to adopt the technology? How does it fit with everything else that's, that's going on within the organization? And the one thing that's really struck me from the people who were talking, the, the TA people, the HR people, is just how much they've got on their plate at the moment in terms of where they're where their focus is, is going did you did, is that an impression that, that you got as well yeah I, I think it's incredibly noisy right now um there's a huge amount of tools first of all that people could could buy into um i think that there are challenges for organizations right now like they've never had before i think when you look at kind of the world economic forum and you look at the way that they talk about the world's never been less stable um you know you think about the uk you think of cost of living crisis the government's in turmoil right now more broadly there's the energy crisis uh, um, globally sustainability is obviously um right up the agenda for a lot of organizations because of the climate crisis i think it's very difficult for organizations to know where to put their energy and effort um and I, and I don't think that makes the world easy um, for uh, for an HR leader. So I, I think it's a very, very challenging um, environment to be operating in. And I think you need real clarity and real purpose around your actions. Um, and I think one of the things that, um, that really comes through in the conversations that I've been having is you need um, purpose in all of your actions to make sure that actually what you're doing is delivering value for your organization and, and, is, and is, is delivering change. What do you think the future looks like? If we're, if we're, they ask us to podcast this event, event again in the future and we're sitting down sort of chatting in a, in a few, in two or three years time, what do you think we'll be talking about? You know what, probably largely the same stuff. I've been running my podcast for eight years and that sounds like a horrible cop out to say this, but the conversations evolve they change. Technology, I think, improves. I think a lot of the tools that might have felt like they were um, a luxury uh, or excessive or slightly expensive are now being taken seriously as enablers to deliver that change that organizations need. Um, so I imagine that there will be um, an expansion in that tool set. You know, I, I, think this, I think this marketplace will probably become busier, more crowded, noisier, um, but as a consequence, probably cheaper, um, more competitive. And I think, that's, I think it's that natural evolution. And I think that's not a bad thing for organizations, more choice, probably um, uh, more affordable. Um, but I, I think the, the overarching themes will stay largely the same because I don't think that the challenges that we're facing as, as a society, as a global society, are going to be solved in the next two or three years. Hi, Bass, and welcome back to the podcast. Awesome to be back again, Matt. Uh, probably a record-breaking fifth or sixth time, I think. It could very well be, <laughs> but that's what you get when you do awesome research, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So speaking about awesome research, you have just published your um, latest set of research into the state of career sites. Um, I could talk to you for hours and hours and hours, but very quickly, give us um, some of the highlights in terms of what you found, perhaps some things that might surprise yeah. some of the people listening. Well, um, so I researched the 500 uh, biggest Dutch corporates, companies, governments, agencies, their corporate career sites on 100 and data, over 100 data points. Um, I was surprised to see that only 2.7% of all of them have a previous seen uh, job uh, on their website. So if you return to Amazon, you will see the product you 
viewed and didn't buy. Yet we know that most candidates come back three to four times. Uh, on Dutch average is 2.7. We know that uh, it increases with experience. Um, yet we don't help the candidate find the job they were looking for in the, the first time. Um, I'm actually also uh, very surprised about the fact that most job ads are still text. When did you ever buy a product of Amazon without photos? Yet if you look at a lot of those uh, uh, information um, that's not on the site, it's um, how many people actually show the team you're going in in photos. Only six and a half percent offer photos of future colleagues next to job ad. Um, only 3.8% have any photo or video of your future workplace. I mean, your office, it's, it's, it's really interesting things. 24% offer related jobs, of which 14% are relevant and 10% not so relevant. Um, and for the people uh, uh, with uh, visual disability, only 1.3% offers the chance to be able to read uh, the job out loud. So just, just a few of those uh, things. Now, one of the most surprising factors is that actually the number of people with a diversity background on the corporate career site as a whole dropped this year, which is amazingly surprising because I hear all these agencies saying, we need, we, we've updated uh, the photos because we're now aware that it needs to represent the entire company. And yet the number, uh, the number of companies that had more than three photos of basically non-white people on their website uh, dropped from 55 to 46%. I was amazed. I suppose the question that, that comes from that, um, just to finish off, you've been doing this for a long time. Are career sites getting better? or are career sites getting worse? They are getting better, no question. Um, but things that candidates demand from them is also getting increasing. And that's why the research actually um, does take that into account. So it's, uh, uh, it's a living research. We add new questions. For the first time we researched TikTok, for example, this year. But they are on average getting better in the Netherlands, also in sometimes because of this research, I know, because people are looking at the very best and saying like, oh, that's kind of cool. Let's do that. And if people want to know more, where can they find, uh, where can they access the findings? Well, they can follow me on LinkedIn and I'll share the research uh, there. They can, of course, listen to the Talent Savvy podcast and they can download it at digitaalwerven.nl, which is a Dutch website, but probably if you're an English speaker, contact me on LinkedIn and I'll just send you the research. That's the easiest. My thanks to Mervin, David, Bass, The Chad and Cheese Show and everyone at Unleash. You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts, on Spotify or via your podcasting app of choice. Please also follow the show on Instagram. You can find us by searching for Recruiting Future. You can search all the past episodes at recruitingfuture.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to the mailing list to get the inside track about everything that's coming up on the show. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next time and I hope you'll join me. This is my show.